Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www dot restaurant.com slash podcast that's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50 percent off your next purchase restaurant.com is the best deal every meal Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, it is the quarter poll. We're going to be giving out grades for the Carolina Panthers. We're breaking it down by position group. So quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, etc. We'll all get an individual grade based on their position groups. We'll also go over the power rankings, which should be interesting this week. Uh, some NFL news, and then we will, of course, preview the Atlanta Falcons at, no, Carolina Panthers at Atlanta Falcons this week. Yeah. Does it matter with no fans? That's true. Yeah. It's just an empty stadium. Although, I don't know <laughs> if they're going to have fans or not in Atlanta. I don't know. Actually, haven't, I, I, I haven't looked at that. I also just saw that the Florida governor approved their NFL teams, Miami, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay, that they can have full stadiums if oh, they want. What? Yeah. Is the NFL going to allow that, I wonder? I don't know. The only mm. team that has come out and said anything is the Fa- or uh, the Dolphins still plan to hold their 13,000 like they were already doing. And the Jaguars say anybody can come, but they'll still only get like 5,000. <laughs> Free tickets, 5,000. <laughs> <Right. laughs> All right. Well, let's kick it off with some NFL news. Jerry, take it away. Well, we're going to go ahead and start with the big news of the week. The Houston Texans fired Bill O'Brien as the football coach. Not shocking after an 0-4 start and a loss to Minnesota Vikings that were 0-3 going into the game last week. Uh, Rumors kind of are now circulating saying J.J. Watt and Bill O'Brien had a big blow-up a couple weeks ago on the practice field, and after that, the players just revolted against him. Yeah, I mean, starting off, 0-4 0-4 now with a team that, that, you know, they made that big trade in the offseason, mm-hmm. got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, brought in David Johnson, who hasn't looked great. Um, it, I guess it was time, right? I mean, he's done fairly well there, you know, they but they've not really achieved what they thought they could achieve, especially with Deshaun Watson, who's a very special quarterback. You definitely want to win with somebody like that. Yeah, it it felt like this was the year that they needed to go far into the playoffs. Maybe not to the Super Bowl, but if to an AFC Championship game, his mm-hmm. his career would have been saved there. But I mean, zero and four, and their chips were all in. Miami yep. has their first round pick this week or this year, so <laughs> which is wild because I mean, as of right now, it's like the number one pick or you know tied for the number one pick, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy we all you know, know the jets have that let's just go ahead and more than, yeah more than likely <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you know i, I don't know it's kind of funny you and i were texting that morning uh, and i 
mentioned that he should be fired. I know you got to give me credit for calling it, but uh, you know, if normal fans like us who aren't even fans of the team are saying get rid of the guy, it was oh, yeah. probably time to get rid of the guy. If your team is 0-4 right now, unless you're a rookie head coach in a massive rebuild, mm-hmm. you probably deserve to be fired. Yeah. I mean, yep. And they haven't looked good. No. I mean, there's some 0-4 teams that like you can see hope. There's no hope with that team. Mm. Now, moving on, more players are testing positive for COVID-19, including two more from the Tennessee Titans and reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Patriots cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, uh, it seems like the floodgates are opening a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah, um, Tennessee Titans were actually caught practicing at a high school football field when they're not supposed to be practicing and joining together at all. That just kind of came out recently. It'll be interesting to see what the NFL does to them if they take away their draft picks. I mean, they could easily just say, you're done for the season. You're they, not following the rules. Yeah, they have. The NFL has recently come out to say that among the possible penalties is forfeiture of games. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to see, you know, are they going to give them another warning? Are they, you know, like you said, forfeit draft picks? I mean, uh, certainly there has to be some sort of punishment for that because that's, you know, it's a big deal. I would say, honestly, as much as a first round draft pick and then next time I could see them forfeiting games. Yeah. What If you're a Titans fan, would you rather lose your first round draft pick or forfeit one game? Oh, see. You'd rather forfeit this, one game, right? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, would it only be one game or would they forfeit two games and be like, look, you're on lockdown because you guys can't stay apart. Now you definitely don't have games for the next two weeks. Even if it's two games, would you rather forfeit two games or lose your first round pick? I mean, the Titans had lofty <clears throat> expectations going into this year. That's true. I think it's a tough one if you're like if you're a a Texans fan. Well, shit. Yeah. If you're a Texas fan, you're, you're losing your first round pick anyway. If you're a Jets fan, you're like definitely like take all of our games. We don't care. We just want <laughs> we'll that pick. <laughs> We're already on the clock. Come here, yeah. Trevor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's you know we'll see what happens. They, I think something's got to happen for yeah. sure. I mean, blatant disrespect for the rules, and your team is already like an outbreak central. Definitely. Yeah, and unfortunately, I'm seeing a lot of pundits and you know writers and people pondering now if we get the full season in just like they were before the season kind of sucks like i'm hoping let this be a warning to all the nfl teams and players like tighten it up yeah it really is the season and you notice it's only a few teams that are really having outbreaks Mm -hmm. so uh moving on washington football team has benched former first round pick dwayne haskins and are starting Kyle Allen this week. Ron Rivera, you just, he just loves his guys. Loves his guys. The, pulling around. Dwayne Rivera. Haskin hasn't looked that good at all. He's looked bad. Well, I'm going to be honest. He's looked but terrible. Yeah. He's a second year player, man. Like He's just like, nope. Kyle Allen's he's, my guy until yeah. next year. Yeah, he's got no patience for, mm-hmm. uh, for guys like that. And. I mean, Haskins didn't look great last year either. He had a couple of flashes. It hasn't 
looked good this year. Yeah, I think he's actively cost them at least one game. Uh, I personally think Kyle Allen is, at this point, probably the better quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, is he the more talented quarterback? I don't know. Probably not. But, it'll you know, uh, this is another fun story to kind of watch and see what happens. Well, they also moved Dwayne Haskins to third string. Yeah. My thought is they're probably going to try to move him. They're going to sit him on the bench at third string, you know, healthy scratch. Either A, they want him to mentally readjust, or they're going to trade him. And the team I thought of for a trade is the Indianapolis Colts. You got Phillip Rivers for a year or two, and then after that you've got you've got a reboot. And if Dwayne Haskin has a first-round grade on him coming out of college, maybe let him sit behind Phillip Rivers, kind of learn a few things. He was raw coming out of Ohio State. I would have... I think that's a good fit for him, and I bet you they could grab him really cheap. I mean, there were a lot of folks that didn't have a first-round grade on Haskins. So, uh, yeah, I could see Indianapolis being a place for him, but what would you give up for a fourth-round pick, a third-round pick? I mean, third-round pick. I mean, you got to think. Arizona got a second for Rosen. I don't think that'll happen again, though. That didn't work out well for Miami. No. And there was quite a few quarterbacks on the... I mean, Jameis Winston will probably be a free agent next year. Yeah, well, yeah, he will be. Um, Unless he resigns with New Orleans. I mean, there's going to be some decent guys out there that... Yeah. Uh, of course, Alex Smith now, the backup on that team. I know a lot of people were hoping that maybe he'd get another shot there. But yeah, Kyle Allen's Ron Rivera's guy. And- they traded a fifth-round pick for him. And Alex Smith is also in his 30s. That team is going nowhere this year. You might as well see if Kyle Allen can improve on what he did here last year. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll be int- I'll definitely check out Washington's game just to see how Kyle Allen does. See if he got rid of his fumbleitis. Yeah. All right. Moving on to actual Panthers news. Panthers place Reggie Bonathan on IR with a high ankle sprain. Bummer. Yeah. He finally got some action, playing action, this past Sunday, and now he's back on on IR like Christian McCaffrey. So Mike Davis is going to start. Do we need to bring in another guy? I know we have um, the special teams guy. Trenton Cannon. Yeah, Trenton Cannon. And we just signed another guy to the practice squad. But do we need to go out and sign like a Lamar Miller for a couple weeks or something? Uh, they were talking about was it Rod Smith. Was the guy that they were talking about possibly. I don't know if it was Rod Smith or somebody Smith. Who they were talking about signing as a backup backup. But uh, yeah, this is we talked about this. Was it last week? Or whenever McCaffrey went out, we talked about do they need to go out and grab somebody and of course at that point they really didn't because they had Bonifan stashed but now uh, I do actually think that they should go grab somebody because we're a twisted ankle away from Trenton Cannon taking 15 yeah and we don't want that I mean the the staff didn't want that that's why he was a healthy scratch last week in Bonifan's play Mm -hmm. because they don't see him as a running back they see him as a special teams guy and that's what he is that's you know, we'll nothing, see. Nothing you know, that. 
I get, we'll probably see him some this week. So. Um, but also like Jeremy Hill's out there. You know. Oh, Jeremy Hill. Ooh, yeah, haven't heard that he's, name in a while. He's twenty-seven. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's some decent, talented guys out there to at least bring in for a couple games. That Mike Davis is the guy. Let me make that clear. I'm not saying yeah, try to yeah. replace him, but again, but he needs like to we're breathe saying, sometimes. You know, in... Yeah, yeah. You can bring in a guy like a Lamar Miller or somebody in, for one or two games to just take a crap ton of carries. Mm-hmm. Or and, just spell spell Mike Davis yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think if you know if Davis is healthy, then I don't think you need to bring in somebody like Lamar Miller. But it's if he gets hurt during the game, that's you know that's what you worry about. So I, I ideally Christian McCaffrey will be back. Does he have one more week after this week, or is this the last week that he's well? On it's a IR. four to six week. Yeah, injury. he thinks he's coming back early. Last I heard, so he's he's got to miss the three weeks for for mm-hmm. the IR. And this is the last week he's this is the third required week. Right. to miss. But so he could be back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind them going out and signing somebody, a body to take carries if they have to. Yeah, I agree, and I, I that's what I kind of want to talk about. Yep. Um, let's go on to the power rankings. The power rankings. By Dan Hansis on NFL.com, you can find these power rankings. Now, you have not looked at them, correct? No, I have not. I have not okay. looked at power rankings all season. Although I really wanted to look this week, but I didn't because Good of this. Good job. Good job. Because of this podcast. Now, last week we were 24. This week, what is your guess, sir? <clears throat> all right, so we were 24th. We... Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. in rather convincing fashion, mm-hmm. against the Cardinals, who I think were like twelfth or something last week. So I say we definitely moved up. I'm gonna say we moved up to like nineteen. I think we moved up to the top twenty. Your guess is incorrect, sir. We are up to fifteen. We did a nine jump. Fifteen. 15. I was shocked too. I was thinking 18, that's, 19, yeah. Wow. That's too high. Actually, <laughs> I think. Um, right below us is the Arizona Cardinals, who were number 14 last week. Okay. Well, I. Okay. They were 14 last week. So they only dropped two spots, and we moved mm-hmm. up nine spots. Yep. I mean, we played Las Vegas close. The Tampa Bay game was closer than the final score. And then we won our last two games, so I guess. Yeah. Uh, Right above us at 14 is the San Fran 49ers. Um, Anybody else you are? Wow, really? They're that far down? They're like 3-1, aren't they? Or are they 2-2 also? 2-2, they just lost. I mean, honestly, again, back to firing coaches. Mike Shanahan is winning games with a whole second string roster yeah. out there. Yeah. I mean, who are like after the Cardinals, who's the rest of the top 20? After the Cardinals, we have the Minnesota Vikings at 17. Oh wow, they're still that high. Okay. Yeah, at 1 and 3. The Chargers at 1 and 3 at 18. Okay. okay. I think we might be the lowest <laughs> 2 and 2 team. Yeah. Uh 19 Philly. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, 20th is the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of those being below us. Maybe the Cowboys just because of their talent, but their record is, I mean, they've been terrible and their coaching sucks. Yeah. So yeah, so, I like it. Going around the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are eighth. Okay. Uh, the Saints are at 11. Kind of surprising with how they've been playing. Oh, yeah. Did they but, drop last week? No, they, they went up two. They were 13th okay. last week. Okay. okay. And then one. And hmm. hold on, I gotta keep scrolling. Falcons got to be like twenty eighth. Yeah, I've I've got I've got to keep going past. I mean, there's just so (laughs) many other teams uh, between that. Okay, there we go. Now we've reached the bottom. Um, Ranked number twenty eight, Atlanta Falcons. All right, interesting. So let's make them continue to fall and fire Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about them here in a few minutes. Yep. Let's move on to our quarter grades. First quarter of the season, we're giving grades to the Panthers. Um, I guess we could give like an overall team grade too. We didn't think about that. Let's do that at the end too. Um, but we're going to break it down by position. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off at quarterback because that's just where you start, right? Now, now, are we grading on a curve of what we expected? or? I think that's the- up to the individual grader. Okay. Okay. okay, each professor gets to choose if they curve on a grade or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say that a couple of mine are definitely cur- graded on a curve. Oh, okay. I think I'm our mean teacher then, because I don't think I put a <laughs> curve on mine. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off with quarterback. Teddy has played well. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely probably cost us one game yeah. by, with his turnovers. Um, and I don't think he's been spectacular. But I gave him a B minus. I think he's been solid. He's been what we expected, I think, honestly. And that is exactly what I gave him. Exact same reasons. Uh he's played really well at times, but that Tampa Bay game he looked really bad and made us question if he was a guy or not. Yeah. But he's been consistent. I still think his deep passes need more accuracy. It seems mm-hmm. like they're not as accurate as they should be. But overall, solid. I mean, he's he's helping us this team win games, not lose it, except for one. So yeah, he's an upgrade over Kyle Allen last year. Absolutely. Yep. All right, now, let's move on. Running, yep. running back. Running back. I went B plus. Um, we had Christian for just two games. He really didn't get his feet wet, but Mike Davis has stepped in very nicely, plugged in. This one I kind of gave a curve for Mike Davis just because he stepped in mm-hmm. and he's looked really good. I give him a B plus. Solid yeah. job, guys. Yeah, this one I also gave a curve on, and I went with an A actually, um, just because Mike Davis has been a very pleasant surprise, mm-hmm. especially in the receiving game. There's no drop off really between him and McCaffrey in the receiving game, um, at least in terms of production so far. So. Well done, Mike Davis. Uh, looking forward to Christian coming back, and I fully expect it to continue to be an A. Wide receiver. Wide receiver, I have a B minus. I know this is going to be kind of controversial. Mm-hmm. Now, Robbie Anderson, he's getting the A, A plus. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, DJ Moore, I just was expecting more out of him this year. And same with Curtis Samuel. Um, I kind of was expecting more explosive plays where they make a guy miss or two and then go to long shot. They've been playing well, just not to my lofty expectations. I guess that's why I gave him a B-. minus. But Robbie Anderson's up at an A. I'm not knocking him yeah. at all. I actually gave the wide receivers an A minus because Robbie Anderson is like a top 10 wide receiver this year. Like he's really good. I fully expect DJ Moore to come back at some point uh, and, and retake the number one role on the team. Um, I think Curtis Samuel has played better than I expected you know, especially once they kind of started getting in the ball. I think he's made some key catches in tough spots. Um, so this one, probably another one I'm giving a grading on a curve just because Robbie Anderson is so much better than I expected him to be. I thought he was just going to be a one-trick pony. I thought he was going to be a deep threat, mm-hmm. and that's it. But he has been the the real deal, the full wide receiver experience. So uh, A- minus for me on wide receiver. Sounds good. Now we're going to O line. I got tight I, end next. Do you want? Did you want to talk about tight end? We could do tight end. Okay. Tight end. I gave them a D. Um, they haven't had many did. passes going Love that way. Thomas. Sorry. <laughs> they haven't had many passes going their way. Don't know if that's offense or scheme, but I have also seen them drop a couple passes and whiff on huge blocks. So I'm giving them a D because they're non-factors and they're actually causing us more harm than good sometimes in the blocking. Yeah, I gave them an F. Uh, I have seen nothing. And then like you said, they've actually cost us a couple of times. Um, if Man Hurts would have made that catch in the end zone last week where he had to like reach around some guy. I may have actually bumped it up a whole letter grade just because that would have been an incredible catch. But, uh, yeah, they've I mean, been it not... was pass interference. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, like you said, non-factor, they're just not even a part of the offense. And like, you know, you think that it's probably scheme. I think it's more talent. It doesn't really matter because they're not being used. Yeah. I that I gave him a D. It's not like yeah. I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're too high on him, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move to O line. O line. This one's kind of difficult for me because they've given up eight sacks, so that's two sacks per game. Not bad, but at the same time, Teddy's been under pressure. The holes weren't opening up for the running game that much yet. I give him a B minus. Um, Greg Little had a really good game. Last week, the whole O line had a really good game last week, and they st- they are trending upward, but mm-hmm. I don't think they've solidified to be in that A category right yet. This is another one that I'm grading on a curve because I gave them an A. I okay. think based on what I expected, they have been far superior. Uh, you know, giving up. I think the last couple of games they've given up like one sack the last two games combined or something. Uh, they've. Just, I think Teddy has been getting time, and the the rushing lanes have been opening up. We just unfortunately don't have Christian McCaffrey back there to take advantage of them. But last week, both Reggie and Mike Davis were able to find a lot of running room. So this this one, you're probably right. It is probably more like a B B minus. But based on what I expected and what they're giving me, I'm happy to give them an A because I think they've done a very good job. 
especially okay. with the injuries. I mean, they patched this thing together, and no, it, it's and been you're great. right. Like I said, I I wasn't using the curve on the team. I was just kind of going where a team would rank overall. Yeah, no, I so understand. let's go on to the defense, starting mm-hmm. off with the defensive line. First two games again, kind of drag this this grade down. I give mm-hmm. them a C. Mm-hmm. Um, they really got no pass rush. Now, if it was the first two games, it would probably be in the D category. But against the Chargers and the Cardinals, we got some pass rush. Our defensive line started getting some tackles for losses, stuffing the running back. So it bumped them up from those two games to a C. The last two games, it would probably be closer to a B plus. So, yeah, I gave them a C plus um, for most of the same reasons. Uh, I'd I'd like to see more sacks. We're not getting a, a ton of sacks. Mm-hmm. We have upped the pressure the last two weeks, like you said. We're getting more quarterback hits, uh, but even last week, I think we only had one sack. So I, I definitely would like to see them getting to the quarterback more and getting him on the ground. And uh, they have, you know, I, I feel like they have caused. I mean, it's, they have caused some turnovers, you know, caused a, a couple of sack fumbles, but <clears throat> I just need to see a little more, a little more sacks. Yeah, that, I that's, that's what the D-line's for. I mean, they're doing a fairly good job stopping the run the last few weeks. Um, Not giving up a ton of big plays. Derek Brown's really stepped up the last couple of weeks. He's looked yeah. a lot better. Uh, Gross Matos finally made a nice play last week. So they, they could be coming together, but... Uh, they're in the C range right now. Yeah, and I'm expecting them to uh, forecast, maybe get to Matt Ryan, who they like to have longer pass plays than we've faced. Mm-hmm. So, Because a lot of the quarterbacks we face like to get the ball out as soon as they get it. So, Yeah. Oh, Safety. linebacker. Linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah linebacker's fine this is my lowest grade on the on the off uh, on the defense i'm giving them a c minus um again i think just like most of the defense they have looked better the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. uh shack has definitely started to turn it on a bit uh but to hear whitehead has sort of just been a waste of space out there mostly uh jeremy chin has looked good although is he a true linebacker? I don't know. That is where they're playing him mostly. Uh, so C minus, and maybe that's even generous. But like I said, the last couple of weeks they've they've turned it up a little bit. Yeah, I have C minus as well. Uh, Jermaine Carter has looked better than Tahir Whitehead, and I wouldn't be shocked if he started pretty soon over him. Um, Shaq has turned it on the past two games, but the first couple games, he was kind of a non-factor. Jeremy Chen's just a tackling machine out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this team gave up so many yards in the first couple games that it's hard to rank them that high. But I do see them ten- trending upward. Not Whitehead, but just in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they definitely are looking better. I think Shaq is starting to feel a little more comfortable out there as the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chen has just sort of stepped in like he's been there for three years. Like he's, yeah. and I can't wait to see how good he actually gets because yeah. right now he's very good. He's just right now. He's a raw talent just running around there with his athletic 
freakishness, making yeah. tackles, and when he starts getting the game plan, understanding it, when the game slows down for him, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, and just uh, real quick look at PFF here. Um, Shaq is up to, to 20th out of the 79 linebackers, and a couple of weeks ago he was like next to last. Yep. So that shows you just how good he's been the last couple of weeks. Um, to hear Whitehead is next to last. He is 78th out of 79. Yeah. And then Jeremy Chen, they've got 75th out of 80, but they've got him listed as a safety. It seems like he goes back and forth between safety and linebacker on there. So I don't really trust PFS ratings on him at all because they don't seem to rank him by his position. No. And when you watch the game, you see him flying around and making tackles and making plays. He hasn't had that big splash plays, but he's solid. He's leading the team in tackles. He's leading yeah. all rookies in tackles right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's good news. That's that's good news. Hey, <laughs> we, we hit on one there, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Our first two picks, I think, are definitely home runs. Our first two draft. picks, we Etor and Derek Brown. Jeremy first... Chin were... Our, our, first and, was... our first and last second round pick. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Two of our first three picks are definitely home runs. That is what I meant to say. <laughs> hey, Etor had a good hey, game. Etor, as long I as mean, Etor is like a nice double, then I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Cornerback. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cornerback. Let's talk, let's talk about a good position before we go to a bad position. I have the cornerbacks rated as a B. And this is, again, not on a curve compared to where I expected them. If I was grading on a curve, they'd be at an A+. Uh, Rasul Douglas came in and has been wonderful. Uh, Dante Jackson has been playing steadily, not breaking down in coverage. Surprise, surprise, another one. Corn Elder has been playing really well out there. I'm giving them B overall because if you, you know, again, not grading on a curve, on a curve A. I gave him an A, um, and I gave him an A, and I, I don't even know if you have to grade him on a curve to give him an A. I think they've been playing really well. They've been turning the ball over. They've been stopping big plays. They haven't really given up massive plays, especially after week one. Um, Rasul Douglas has been a revelation, like you said. I mean, for a guy that we picked up for nothing, couldn't have done any better. Uh, Corn Elder, like you said, he's sort of like, where has this guy been for the last two years or whatever? I mean, he's he's come in and he's played very well. And Dante is playing within himself. He's not trying to do too much. He's, mm -hmm. you know, he's playing very well. So <clears throat> I'm very happy with where this cornerback crew is. And they're all young guys. They're just going to get better. Uh, whoever we've got coaching the D-backs right now is doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. Now safety. All right. Safety, a D for me. They have been very, very poor. Um, Justin Burris made like a couple of nice plays last week. Otherwise, he would have just be completely in my doghouse. But um, Trey Boston has just not looked great. Um. Again, they've got Jeremy Chin listed as a safety sometimes, but we all know he, he pretty much plays the linebacking position, even though if he's not listed as one. So I don't include him in here. But I've just been, I mean, a lot of 
what we give up is just right over the middle in that safety territory. Um, our corners have been so good. We haven't really needed safety help over the top that much. So I don't know, man. I mean, it's hard to grade the safety position because they're sort of helpers to everyone. But I'm giving them a D just because I haven't seen the the good play, especially at a Trey Boston that we saw last year. Yeah, I'm giving them a C minus. Same reasons. Uh, Trey Boston, I believe, had a pass interference the other week. It's exactly what you said. He hasn't really shown out like we expected. Uh, Justin Burris has blown some. The, the positive they have not given up big plays, so. It, yeah, uh, and and just looking at PFF real quick, Justin Burr's 62nd out of 80, Trey Boston 48th out of 80, which is actually up from where he was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and then again, Jeremy Chen, 75th out of 80. They've got him listed there. But, uh, you know, even PFF's not impressed with the Panthers' safeties. Now, uh, go ahead. Go ahead and special teams. It's time special, for you to rate your crush. Special teams. Yeah, special teams. Um, now, it's not just just the kicker here in special teams. We have to look at special teams overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've been doing fairly well. They haven't given up massive returns. Haven't really made any massive returns. Uh, but you and I were talking the other day about Farrow Cooper being back there and that we don't feel nervous whenever the ball is kicked to him, <laughs> which is a very nice thing for the Panthers. Um he, I don't know that he's going to break one to go all the way, but he's not going to lose the ball, right? At least we, we've seen that so far. And then Joey, I mean, you can't ask much more from your kicker. He's missed a couple of extra points. One of them was blocked. But he hit like 15 field goals in a row dating back to last year. He just missed his first one this past week in a game where it really didn't matter. I've uh, just been really impressed with him so far this year. I think he's uh, definitely improved over where he was last year especially in the middle of the season. He's automatic from 50-plus. Uh, so I gave him a B-plus, special teams. I gave him a B. Um, starting on Joey Sly, he does seem more consistent, and I'm hoping it continues. I hope that we don't see that fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wish he would make more extra points because it gets frustrating <laughs> seeing him miss them. But overall, Farrow Cooper, I... <sighs> I like the fact that I feel comfortable with him catching the ball. He likes to try to go upfield and get what he can instead of always fair catching it. It's a nice little perk. Carlton, I haven't seen anything bad from you. You're not. Yeah, I forgot to mention him. He's not out punting his coverage. Like you said, no one's been huge returns. So solid B. Yeah, he's not shanking him out to the left or the right like we heard about him doing in training camp. Um I think he's been fine. Like he's not, yeah, he's not blowing me away, but he's not making mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when do punters really blow you away? Like, well, like I remember when uh, you know, yeah, we were all blown away by Todd Sauerbrunn. That was exciting. He was an exciting punter. Yeah, right? that's that's because he was on the juice and would like as built as a linebacker <laughs> exactly. and would love to. He loved when guys would get back towards him. He would hurt him. Have you ever seen a kicker or a punter on jacked up? Only that, only him. <laughs> only him. <laughs> you know, Andy Lee here that year. He was a good punter. Um, I thought, ah, we're not going to get it. This isn't a punter talk, but, you know, 
He was. I've seen some punters. You know that what that guy from the Raiders who used to dance around all the time. That was fun. But uh, yeah, Charlton's been fine. Yeah. Uh, coaches, what do you think? This is kind of difficult because I give him a B plus, but in my heart, I want to give him an A because of the yeah. improvement that this team has. Because yeah. from week one to this week, it's a completely different team. They look different. They're playing different. They're tougher. I mean, so I said B plus. I'm actually going to go with the A because of that. They did make some. <laughs> you're mistakes. changing your. You're I'm changing, changing your grade them. on the fly. Okay. Okay. They I, they made mistakes early on, but yeah. they're they were young too, and I'm giving them an A just because they have shaped this defense and this team up in four weeks very well. Yeah, I, I'm going with a B plus, and I'm going to stick with it, just because I think there's a lot of room for improvement. But they have done great. I mean, they've you know this is a coaching staff that was in college last year, and has never coached in the NFL, you know, other than a year or two here and there as a you know, a deep assistance almost. So I do like that they are adaptable. Um, I like that they have seen where they have made mistakes. They've owned mm-hmm. up to those mistakes and they fix those mistakes. You know, uh, Matt rule specifically called out that they were not getting enough pressure on the running back or the uh, quarterbacks and, you know, cited statistics to go along with it. And the next week they had like, 18 quarterback pressures mm-hmm. or something. I mean, they're they're definitely showing that they want to improve, that they're looking at that stuff. They're looking at their analytics. They're doing what they need to do, and I'm I'm super impressed. Like, I'm ex- excited about the future of the Matt Rule era here. Me too. Uh, you're talking about statistics and how they've owned up. Another thing I saw them do is, remember when the Cardinals made that late change and Zach mm-hmm. Kerr mm-hmm. got to do that? He walked out there. Leisurely that, jog to the Yeah, to the and the yeah. reason they were doing that was so the defensive coordinator could see their formation, see everything they can, and that way he would be better prepared. That's yeah. something And it was burn, it burn, burning a little clock as well. Yeah, and that one time it cost them a timeout because of that. Yeah. I mean, that's just something we didn't see in the past. It's a smart coaching move. Yeah. I'd like to see a little more... Um, creativity on the offense, I think, in terms of some reverses. I'd like to see some more fun stuff on the offense. Um, I, I They're obviously scoring points, so n- no real complaints. But I'd like to see them do a few, uh, add some wrinkles in there. Some you know, ends do, around. Do some, or yeah, some in arounds. You know. some, yeah, just I, I, that stuff is fun to watch. Like, is it great football? I don't know. But it's fun to watch. I mean, end of rounds that get you five, six yards on first down, I think. And, you know, it helps out the running back because that linebacker on the outside always has to keep the monitor whenever you get him the receiver coming across. Yeah. And do it with somebody other than Curtis Samuel because they have figured out that that's what Curtis Samuel does. And, and they DJ stop him Moore, like behind I mean, the line Moore's every time. <laughs> fast, athletic guy, too. And Robbie Anderson, you could do it with any of the wide receivers, honestly. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson's probably the fastest one on the team. So. Yeah, do it with any of them. All right. Well, let's, let's uh, real, before we move on, let's do our overall team grade. Mm-hmm. Um, two and two, probably well ahead of where either, uh, definitely well ahead of where we thought we would be. Uh, although I think you might have had them at two and two in your I did. pre 
But I don't think any of us thought that they would be looking this good at no. two and two. Uh, definitely wouldn't have guessed we'd be like fifteenth in the power rankings by this point. Um, so I'm I'm giving I'm giving a solid B for the first four games. I think for the first quarter a B way ahead of where I thought they would be, and I you know I, I mean we've been talking possible playoffs. Like I don't even want to say it loud, but playoffs, <laughs> possible playoffs. We're like it's playoffs. not out of the realm of possibility. Not with seven teams. It's seven cr- teams. An eight and eight team couldn't go this year. Yeah. It's and the NFC South is a little down, mm-hmm. at least where we thought it would be. So playoffs. <laughs> Possibly. Playoffs, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I was gonna give them a B plus. Just yeah. like you said, they're way above where I thought they would be. They're playing good football. We haven't we haven't looked ugly at all. we even our losses have not been mm-hmm. awful. So, yeah, this I, is what we wanted, right? We wanted football that was entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. not depressing, like Jets fans. You know, yeah, can oh, you imagine man. being a Jets fan? This is that's sort of what I think a lot of people expected from the Panthers this year was just blowout losses, trying to tank for Trevor. You know, th- this coaching staff came in and didn't have any thoughts about tanking for Trevor. That was never the plan. Nope. And it shows. They're prepared and they're ready to go. All right. All right. And before we go to break and then come back with our game preview, I did want to mention one thing. Uh, Make sure you're registered to vote. Um, North Carolina, you have to be registered by October 9th. That is Friday, the day after this podcast comes out. You can check your status at headcount.org. And register to vote there, too, if you need to. Yeah. Google register to vote. There's like 10,000 websites yeah. that are doing it. And honestly, it takes no time. You can do it by the mail this year. It does, you know, it's simple. But do it. Yeah. It's important to vote. Yes. All right. Uh, we will be back in a moment with our game preview. <laughs> And we are back. All right. It is time for the game preview. The Carolina Panthers heading down to Atlanta to play in a stadium that will have some fans. Jerry, looks like they have uh, said they will have some fans. I didn't see an exact number. I imagine it'll probably be somewhere between five and 10,000. Seems like that's the huge at this point. Um, we'll kick it off first with the injury reports. Um, Panthers looking pretty decent injury-wise. Uh, other than, of course, Bonifant going on IR. But uh, in terms of limited practice participants, we've got Eli Apple, Dante Jackson, Chris Manhurts, and Russell Akung. I think we might see Akung back again this week. Good. Which would be very nice. It'll be also fun- interesting how they work Eli Apple back in with the re- the Rasul Douglas has basically planted his flag in that starting job. Yeah, he. I think he's our number one corner at this point. Uh, full participant in practice, but still listed on the injury report. Justin Burris, Dennis Daly. Dennis Daly, full practice. Good. Uh, Greg Little, Paradis, K1 Short, and Stephen Weatherly. So, could be the first week that we have everybody playing other than Chris McCaffrey, I guess. Uh, for the Falcons, we have did not practice Jalen Hawkins, safety, and wide receiver Julio Jones. Very questionable whether he actually plays this yeah, week. Yeah, I heard he... Probably won't. 
and that's good news. I mean, Calvin Ridley's still a force over there, but Julio Jones is a beast, and we all know yeah. it. Julio Jones once caught 300 yards receiving against the Panthers, and it wasn't that long ago. It was like two years ago against <laughs> Ben Ben Wickery. Benay Benay. Oh yeah, that got was the cut immediately the got after cut the game. after that game. <laughs> Oh my God, but David McCree. All right, uh, limited participant participation in practice. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver. Uh, Canoe Neal, safety. Ricardo Allen, safety. Foye Arukun, Kun Kun, linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marlon Davidson, defensive tackle. Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle, and defensive end Tack McKinley. Meh. Uh, full participation in practice. Tight, uh, tight end Jaden Graham and kicker Young Holkoo. Young Holkoo. So that is the injury reports. Uh, I mean, Julio Jones probably definitely, well, definitely the biggest name on and both Keanu injury Neal reports. Keanu Neal is huge too, and they both are hamstring injuries, so you never know how those yeah. go. I mean, ooh, Grady Jarrett too. Jeez, I mean, lots of soft tissue injuries uh, in the in the league this year. And a lot of starters for them, too. Which yeah. Yep. Um, well, the spread for the game, if you're a fan of Las Vegas betting, uh, Carolina Panthers are two-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game. Two-and-two two Carolina Panthers against the 0-4 Atlanta Falcons, and we are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. So Dan Hansis may have some respect for us. Las Vegas does not. No. No. Uh, the total points for this game, 54.5. That's pretty high, uh, but I would not ex- would not be surprised if we go over 54.5. I was going to say, In fact, that's I might be surprised good... if we, yeah, might be surprised that's if we go under. That's solid. Um, I would just, uh, say uh, on my game prediction, I think yeah. I'm right below it by a point. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just real quick, because it's here, uh, the Falcons are plus 15,000 to win the Super Bowl. So that's basically like 150 to 1 odds. And then the the Panthers are plus 13,000. So 130 to 1 odds to win Woo! the Super Bowl. Well, so we're we do also have better two odds. and 2 and they're 0 and 4. Again, <clears throat> earlier I said if you're yeah. an 0 and 4 team, your coach probably deserves to be fired anyways. True, true. In fact, maybe it's a little insulting that we're barely more have better odds than the Falcons <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. I still Bowl. can't believe that they're predicted to win. I don't even think they're doing the three-point spread for home field advantage anymore. They, they shouldn't be. I mean, there's no home field advantage, really, other than yeah. sleeping in your own bed at night. Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's your that's your numbers there. Um, kick us off, Jerry. What do you think about this game? Well, the Falcons have a good offense. They're the number four ranked passing offense in the league, uh, only 23rd rushing attack, and they're averaging 26.5 points per game. So they like to put up points, but they also love to blow leads and give up <laughs> a lot of points. The Falcons are averaging second worst in the league. They average giving up 36.5 points per game. Yeah. Yeah. And most of that yardage is through the ground or through the air, at 341 yards per game, they like to give up. Yeah. Um, we're going to score some points this week. Yeah. Yes, we are. Uh, if Julio Jones doesn't play, 
then I think the Panthers really should probably be favorites in this game if Julio Jones does not play because even I though think Calvin we Ridley be favored anyways, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, they have such a high-powered offense. I guess if you're thinking this is going to be a track meet, you know that they they could probably take it. But without him, you know, Calvin Ridley has wreaked havoc against the Panthers in years past. Unfortunately, um, famously, he and DJ Moore picked back to back in the what's 2018 draft, I think. Um, so, to in my head, they're always sort of linked. And I always like I see how good DJ Moore's doing, and I wonder, I wonder how good Calvin Ridley's doing because the Panthers had the first pick of those two. We went DJ Moore instead of Calvin Ridley, so I think as of right now, the DJ Moore's had sort of an edge on Calvin Ridley career-wise, but this year Calvin Ridley probably playing a little better. Yeah. Um, Panthers defense is much better than the Falcons defense. There, there's no question about that. So I think key for me is, as we've been talking about the last two weeks, is get pressure. Pressure Matt Ryan. Make him make mistakes. If Julio's not there, he doesn't have that safety valve. And yeah. he could uh, could make some mistakes here. So Carolina is averaging 24.8 yard points per game, while Atlanta's only 26.5, which is more. But you were mm-hmm. talking about high-powered offense. We have a decently-powered offense here. And they don't have much of a secondary right now. I think the goal is to really just outpace them in the passing game and hit hit Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan can get rattled. And they like to let their pass plays develop and let Brian Burns loose again. He hits the quarterback a lot. He's not he only has one sack of the season. But he gets there quite often. Yeah, uh, I, I I need to see some more from Brian Burns. You're right. I mean, he's he's having some opportunities now to be out there. He's playing a lot of snaps every game. He seems to be getting to the quarterback. But let's mm-hmm. finish it off. Like get there just at that half second faster, so you can start getting some sacks. Uh, good news for the Panthers. Something that's traditionally been very difficult for the Panthers has been stopping a pass catching running back. They always tend to eat us up. Falcons don't really do that. They don't get the Mm -hmm. ball to their running back through the air hardly at all. Um, Todd Gurley is their starting running back. He has gotten by far the most work in terms of running back, but he's only averaging 3.9 yards per carry. Uh, Does have four touchdowns, but I think the Panthers defense can shut him down. Oh yeah, he's not the Todd Gurley of two years ago, at all. And, and with that passing offense, you would think it would loosen up the defense on the run game too, where he would be able to average more, get mm-hmm. more chunk plays. I just think he's washed up. I, I, I you know, agree. He's, he's still young, but he he's got a lot of mileage on him, and arthritic just doesn't seem knees. like the same guy. Yeah, arthritic knees, man. I hate saying that because I like Todd Gurley with the Rams just that's just not something that you can bounce back from yeah I mean and he's on pace to average a thousand rushing yards like he's he's not done but he's not the guy that's going to get you 20 touchdowns and 2,000 yards he's not that breakout player like he was yeah he's not Christian McCaffrey he's not Todd Gurley two years ago where I mean 
I thought he was the best running back in the league and was going to be that way for a while. He was going to be. He was, he was definitely was the best running back. In the league. He was an MVP candidate. Yeah. Like two years in a row. Um, if I don't know if you have the stats up in front of you, but over under 18 and a half yards for Todd Gurley's longest run of the season. I'm going to go under because that's a weird question for you to ask. Me. <laughs> I know 16 yards. Yeah. That's his longest run of the season, 16 yards. So you're right. He is not that breakaway, big play guy anymore. Now, they have a backup, um, Hill, who I've been hearing a lot Brian of Hill, people yeah. in fantasy really talk about. So I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of steps in. Uh, he's averaging 4.9 yards per carry. So, But he only has 19 <laughs> carries, so... Yeah, and nine of those came in one game against the Bears a couple of weeks ago. Last week, he had four carries for 10 yards. So, I don't know. I don't think he's much. I don't think we even need to waste time discussing him. Um, Calvin Ridley, though, you know, Calvin Ridley sort of stepped into that number one role, co-number one role for them. I mean, Julio Jones is still a beast, still a great player. Uh, But Calvin Ridley is leading the team in targets actually he's got 40 targets to julio jones 20 targets hmm. uh 349 yards four touchdowns he's having a very good year having a great year so with julio out they they still have a number one oh yeah wide receiver on that team calvin ridley's really good uh, yeah good route runner fast not super fast but he gets himself open and he catches the ball well i there's not much else to say about him besides you got to cover him. We have to cover him, especially if Julio Jones is there. They have Russell Gage would be their number two. So, yeah, and then they've got Olamade Zacchaeus, who sort of broke out last week, I think, or the week before. He, he's um, let me just check here. Now is yeah, it? Yeah, last week. Last week he had nine catch or eight catches for eighty six yards. So. Had a nice game last week. He'll probably be their number two guy, I think, uh, even over Gage. But I would expect Rasul Douglas to shadow whoever the number one receiver is. Calvin Ridley. If Yeah, if Julio's out. And then you've got – now, that's the thing, though. Like, would you rather have Gage uh, – sorry. Would you rather have Douglas on an injured Julio or a healthy Calvin? Hmm. And here's another question is – Dante Jackson's fast, but he's not big. Mm-hmm. While Douglas is a little bit Douglas bigger, a little bigger, yeah, and could match up better with Julio. While Calvin Ridley's not big, he is faster and agile. While Dante yeah. Jackson is, yeah, it could be an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, I I would expect that if Julio's out, that you'll have Douglas on Calvin Ridley and then uh, Dante Jackson on the other guy. Mm-hmm. If you if you assume they're going to shadow, which it seems like a lot of teams do this year uh, or lately, so um, offensive wise, I mean, it's another week without Christian, so we've got Mike Davis in there. Hope to God he stays healthy because behind him, as we talked about earlier, there's nobody. Um, I would definitely expect Mike Davis to have a massive game. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a big game rushing and a big game receiving. This is going to be a Christian McCaffrey. This would be a Christian McCaffrey feast. Yes. If he was if he was playing. I mean, this would be a 200-yard Christian McCaffrey game. Receiving. No question. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm I was thinking total yards, but it could be. I mean, <laughs> this would just be a, a huge game. So, 
lucky Falcons fans that McCaffrey is out because he would tear you up in this game. I think this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun game to watch. I mean, it's the gonna Panthers, be it's gonna be, it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be all over the place. It's gonna be lots of points scored in this game, and <sighs> Panthers have a chance, man. They got a chance to be three and two. Yeah, five games into the season, we never would have thought that. No, not at all. I mean, their pass defense is really bad. They don't know if it's AJ trash. Terrell is AJ Terrell is their first round pick. They don't know if he's, he's not, gonna play because he's, he's probably on not COVID. gonna play. Yeah, I he's mean, probably not going to play. Their safeties are solid. Keanu Neal, but he's on the in, he's on their injury report and probably not yeah. going to play. The Panthers should need to take a hold of this game if they want to sniff the playoffs. They need to take a hold of this game, take care of business down in Atlanta, and come back and say this is a new Panthers team. And then yeah. maybe we won't be whispering it on this podcast. We'll be like, hey, we have a real <laughs> shot here. Yeah, I mean... You know, and the Panthers, you talked about how bad the Falcons' defense is, and it's bad, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Panthers are also giving up 25 points a game, so it has, hasn't been great. It's been much better the last two weeks, mm-hmm. right? So that's where we're kind of basing our, our yeah. Uh, thoughts on, I mean, on, if we really. fall back to week one defense, I mean, it's going to be it a lot. It could loss. be anybody's game, yeah. I mean, I also want to see Dan Quinn get fired. I want to. I, I, I want to send them zero and five, because you got to think too. That's also playing in their minds too. That they're zero and four mm-hmm. right now. They were yeah. expected to compete for the NFC South division, and they thought they were a Super Bowl contender. I yep. mean, every team kind of thinks they're a Super Bowl contender, but they legitimately thought this is our year. Well, yeah, with their talent, they should be. Honestly, they have the talent. On offense, they just I still are don't think not. It's just not working out for them. Yep, yeah, they have some pieces on defense. Like they shouldn't be as bad as they are. No, they shouldn't be. And that offense should be able to carry the team. Coaching wise, I think the Panthers have a big advantage because Dan Quinn is like <laughs> desperate at this point, and is you know I think they're going to take some chances. The Falcons, which is going to give the Panthers opportunities to create turnovers. Uh, Dan Quinn is literally coaching for his job. If he loses this game, I. I don't know how they keep him. He's got to be fired after this game, right? Bill O'Brien, they've already broken the dam in terms of firing coaches. It's already been done. No worries about, you know, the Falcons, where is it too early, blah, blah, blah. No. If you're 0-5 and you've blown two massive leads already, who knows what's going to happen this week, but <laughs> you get beat by a team that you were expecting would be the, the, you know, the basement dweller in the NFC South, but now you're the basement dweller in the NFC South. I mean, why is he still the coach now? Like, he should already have been fired. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. I, I, I'm excited, and I really, really, I don't like the Falcons that much. Really want yeah. this game to go that way. Because the Falcons, they have Matt Ryan, who they claim is like a future Hall of Famer. I don't think so, but whatever. But he's, he's getting to that point where his abilities are going to start going down pretty soon. He's not. Well, he's getting up there in age. You know, yeah, he's what mid thirties now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not a spring chicken. They don't have that long window left. I mean, compared to the other two quarterbacks in our division, he has a long career ahead of him. Yeah. I mean, he's thirty-five yeah, fa- though. I mean, the yeah. yeah. Most I mean most quarterbacks don't play till they're forty. There's a couple. They're in our division, but that's it. Yeah. 
they happen to be playing right now. Um, <laughs> I could see Matt Ryan being one of those guys, though, that plays, you know, into his 40s just because he's not a runner. He's just, you know, he's a pocket passer. He's he's very much in the mold of Tom Brady, uh, Drew Brees. And he not, not, not those guys, but he's in that mold. But he also likes to throw the long ball. I see. I see him more of a like a Peyton Manning style quarterback, and Peyton mm-hmm. Manning hit a wall where his physical attributes just couldn't match his mental mentality. And I could see that happening to Matt Ryan in a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, the Falcons have won five games in a row against the Panthers. We have not beaten them since 2017. That just that hurt. Yeah. So the uh, last time we played them. We lost forty to twenty. Ouch. That was December eighth of last year. So, ten months ago, basically, nine months ago, um, ten months ago. So, break the streak, man! Time to break the streak. Absolutely. This is the time, and and this is like you said, like if if the Panthers want to be a playoff team, you got to win games like this. Yeah. This is a cupcake uh, opponent. This is a team that you should beat if you're a good team. Yeah. If you're a good team, if you think you're a playoff team, this is a team you need to beat. Yeah. So let's talk about it, Jerry. Who's going to win this game? Or do you want to do some bold predictions first? We are going to do bold predictions first. Okay. We're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater. I always want to jump the gun. I'm so excited to get to that final score. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) Keep interrupting. Teddy Bridgewater has a day. I think he throws for 350 yards and three touchdowns this game. That would be a nice day. That would definitely be his best day so far. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I, I sort of previewed mine earlier. Mike Davis, I think, is going to have a humongous day in this game. I think he approaches 200 total yards. I think he ends up with about 180 total. Uh, well over 100 rushing rushing, and you know somewhere around 70 receiving uh i think he just has a big day and the falcon uh the falcons just can't stop him so nice and now for our game prediction yes i have this as three in a row panthers 29 falcons 24 oh so you've got it much closer than i do i think this is going to be a beat down Ooh. i think the falcons are done i think they're trash the city is trash atlanta ugh Get out of here. No. Charlotte. That's where you want to be. Growing city. No trash. Panthers are going to kill the Falcons in this game. We're putting up a 40 burger. 40. 16. Demolish. You want to win some money? Tell them Steven sent you. Take the over. Take the Panthers. Enjoy your dinner on me. Big win. Big win for the Panthers. <laughs> all right we want to thank everyone for listening if you like a show please let your friends know please follow us on twitter at meow makes podcast if you have any questions or comments you can email us at mailbag at meow and if you leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, we'll read your comment on the show and also check out our youtube channel just meow makes podcast or carolina panthers podcast and you can find us yeah we'll be back on sunday night to discuss the game. Hopefully I will Panthers be back. victory. I will not be back, actually. Sorry. You're right. We are you will trying be back, to work Jerry. with a special guest, <laughs> or I will be solo. 
Is it Steve Smith? No. No. Oh. He would so overshadow me <laughs> that I would just be sitting there with a gleaming smile on my face. <laughs> yes, Steve. I'm talking to Steve Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve. Steve, what do you think about the playoffs? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, the Meow Makes podcast will be back Sunday night uh, or Monday morning, depending on when Jerry can get it out. Uh, and until then, everybody, keep pounding. <laughs>